Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists. And welcome to the Retirement Clinic, as you just heard, with Jeff Kowal, of course, your host every Saturday on WISN also on WIBA. In addition, John White joins us. Uh, everybody's remote, obviously. I'm in the WISN studios. Jeff, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm good, Jeff. We might have to turn them up a little bit, Spencer. We are, as Jeff, we are operating under different circumstances. We have set you oh, up yeah. with, there you are. Yes, perfect. Is that better? <laughs> that is, that, that's really good, actually. Uh, we got you one of those headsets like uh, sports commentators wear. Uh, oh, yeah. And John White's joining us on the phone. Good morning, John. Good morning. How are you? I'm fantastic. Um, you know, these are weird times, Jeff, through the pandemic. We got a lot to talk about. Obviously, from a retirement issue, people have concerns. Uh, but you're here to talk us through that. So first off, before we start, just give us the lay of the land of what's going on and your thoughts on everything. Well, this is a crazy time, just as you mentioned. Uh, markets are going nuts. We have a new acronym uh, with CARES. Did you know that, Paul? Uh, what so, does that stand for? Um, it stands for Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act. CARES. CARES. Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act. That's what was signed yesterday. So we have a, you know, a couple trillion dollars coming into the economy. Um, there are strategies that as a retiree or someone who is investing or uh, pre-retiree, there are strategies that you can use. We're going to talk about all that today. We're, that we are. Are we doing the sexy segment like always, Jeff? Indeed, of course we are. <laughs> That's going to be about what to do with your 401k. So you're going to you're going to like that one. I mentioned that uh, we're in Madison on WIBA. Indeed, you've got an office there. Uh, uh, well, virtually in Madison, it's right next door. Uh, what's that community called again? Middleton. Yeah, Middleton. That's right. It it escaped my mind for a little bit. Uh, you're and we're also Racine and Phoenix and uh, Port Washington, and then our world headquarters in Waukesha. Yeah, and the Racine is the uh, the newest location. You may have noticed a sign right off the freeway for the Coal Investment Group. Also Monday through Friday, Jeff, on both stations, you do the uh, market updates, business reports. John White, the rest of your staff, yourself, and you give us the latest on this very volatile market. I know. I reached out to you during the weekend. We had a nice conversation about, is it time to panic? And I'm sure you're getting those calls. Jeff, panic's not the right word. Because uh, the next day, the market went up uh, like 1,000 points. Then it was down 1,000. Right. Well, we were talking about that. This is the biggest weekly gain since 1938. So you have the, f- the fastest decline ever. Uh, where the, the the Dow Jones Industrial Average at the low point last week, Friday, uh, was down almost 40%. The S&P 500 was down over 34%. Still, this week, we had the biggest three-day gain since 1931. And this week, the Dow is up 12.8%. That's the biggest, since the largest weekly gain since 1938. Wow. S&P 500 was up 10.3% for the week. NASDAQ was up 9.1%. So markets are still down, and this is where you have to be careful um you know you you i've always said and and joe mentioned this last week we're not big fans of selling your life savings at a discount 
And right now, you'd be the Dow is down twenty six percent, the S and P five hundred twenty five, Nasdaq is down twenty four percent. If you sold now and you have a fair amount in stocks, you'd be selling at a discount. That makes no sense whatsoever. And I know it's painful to look at your statements. We know that you know, whether it's retirement accounts or your investment accounts, it's painful to look at that. And John actually is going to talk a little bit about um, just the emotion of it. Uh, but it doesn't make sense to do it. But you know, yeah, listen as we talked about, listen to our daily market reports. Uh, we give you an idea of what's going on in the market um, Monday through Friday, 3 o'clock and, and 5 o'clock news blocks on WISN and then at uh, 4.55 on WIBA in Mass. And we give you one minute as to what's happening. Is Are we signing a new CARES Act? Uh, is that what's happening? Or is uh, uh, a government report coming out, corporate earnings? That's going to be a crazy season when corporate earnings start to come out and it's not going to be very pretty. No, it won't be. That's for sure. But it's nothing that we. Do. It's not going to be a surprise. Everybody's expecting that, right. Jeff. You mentioned CARES. First, it was the Secure Act. All these acronyms. Now it's CARES. That's uh, right. Uh, and also, just to kind of back up a little bit, we will take calls if we're live on the Retirement Clinic. So, of course, the Acadian Mortgage Talk and Text Line is open at four one four seven nine eleven thirty seven nine nine eleven thirty. If you've got questions about your four hundred one k plan about tax implications. Maybe you want to take a different approach. Maybe it's a Roth IRA that's best. Uh, life insurance. People, Jeff, I heard some things, I read some things I should say on social media just about is your estate planning up to par? Is you, Do you have a trust and will? Uh, just thinking big picture, not to panic, but you need to get your affairs in order. And that's always the case, right? Yeah, and, and that's a sweet spot of what we do. When you look at... Um, John and myself and our team being the retirement specialists, we look at all aspects of retirement planning. We look at even with what we're doing now is updating a cash flow analysis for clients who, you know, we prepared for a worst case scenario. So now this is the worst case scenario. So what does your cash flow look like in retirement? We're reworking those to make sure that people still have enough money to last the rest of their lives. You look at long-term care, estate planning, wills and trusts, all those things come into play and managing the investments of course. Uh, all those things come into play when you're talking about retirement and investment planning. We're also going to hear from Aaron Kowal after the first commercial break with the Boss Minute. Every week we do the business owners savings and security portion of the show. And that's really important now as small business owners, Jeff, all business owners, I should say, but Really, the small business owners that are taking a big hit. The unemployment numbers skyrocketed this week. Everybody has saw the, the, those numbers. And John White, sorry we haven't let you say a word yet, but it's... <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> it's your turn. What are your thoughts on what's going on, John? Um, so, you know, a lot of this plays into what, what I was going to talk about with... Um, it's, it's what we call behavioral economics, which sounds really fancy, um, basically, uh, Richard Thaler was, is the father of uh, behavioral economics from the University of Chicago, and he got a Nobel Prize for this. Um, and really, with, with the sell-off with, that we've seen, um, you know, basically this is playing into this behavioral uh, economics that we see with, with, with clients and with the general public. Um, and so today I was hoping to talk about four of those biases that people have. Um, there's a lot more than that, but I'd see these. I'd say these are the big ones that we see. Okay, um, go ahead, John. Yeah. Um, so, so the first one that is probably the most prevalent that we're seeing right now is called risk loss aversion. 
Um, so what that means is investors become so fearful of losses in their portfolio that they focus on trying to avoid a loss more so than making a gain. And uh, the research shows that uh, the investor feels the pain of a loss more than twice as strongly as they feel the enjoyment of making a profit. Um, so really what that's saying is, you know, obviously losing money feels terrible, but it's even more painful than making money. And it's one of those weird quirks of human nature that we see where people try to avoid loss wherever they can. Um, and, and to Jeff's point, you know, selling at a discount is exactly what we don't want to do. We want to get away from that bias. And the, the really weird thing about these biases is we don't even know we're doing them. <laughs> um, and so obviously that's something that we as advisors try to get ahead of and, and you know, try and point out in objective ways. Um, but it's it's hard sometimes because there's a lot of emotion involved. It is. And John, you bring up a great point. Jeff, your comments on the emotional side of all investments, not just our 401k, but just seeing the, the economy, you know, every day it's different. It is very volatile. How do we handle those emotions? Well, one of the things that we do is, first of all, we're, we're professional handholders at this time. Um, it doesn't, you don't want people to jump off the ledge and you don't want to sell at the discount again. Some people do. Uh, you can't get around that. But we've been at this for, I've been at it for over 40 years. And we've seen 2000, we've seen 2008, we've seen it, uh, uh, even most recent at the end of 2018, where the market was down uh, almost 20%. So we've seen these times before. Uh, the fundamentals in the economy are very good. We try, still try to tell people that. Three million unemployed this week, newly unemployed this week. How can the economy go, be good when you have three? Well, it still is. And, and if we have a chance, there's a lot of stuff we can go through today. But one is all the companies that are hiring 20,000, 30,000, 100,000, 150,000 people they're looking for. This unemployment is not going to be like that for, for long. Uh, it's going to turn around very quickly. Boy, you're mentioning. We're trying to, get, yeah, you know, we're trying to get, get people. And then there is a strategy. So we'll talk about that later on too. With If you need money, where do you take it from now? And then rebalancing right now. You should be doing that now or within the next couple of days. But John, why don't you go on to your uh, other points? Right. So I've got three more biases here. Uh, the next one is called a confirmation bias. And that is a bias where we only accept data that confirms our belief and reject any data that says otherwise. And so what that would mean from an investing standpoint is, let's say you're looking to invest in a stock. What you're probably going to do is look for everything that confirms your bias towards that stock or that company. But you're going to reject anything that says contrary to that. And so the way to get around this bias, of course, is to look for evidence that suggests that you're wrong about your belief about a, a certain stock. Um, the next one is called recency bias. Um, and this is uh, a thought that basically says it's always going to be this way. So last year in 2019, the markets were just doing very, very well. And it, that's our most recent event, right? If you look at uh, February, I think it was February 10th of this year, the market was an all-time high. Well, this recency bias says, well, it's always going to be that way. And, of course, now we've seen this downturn, and, and people kind of don't ex never saw it coming. They, they have this recency bias. And so what I like to do when I'm talking with clients is, hey, um, the market's doing very well right now. Let's talk about what would happen if the market did go down. What would your reaction be? So I'm actually trying to get ahead of this. So even though things are going well, I'm kind of being the – 
the negative guy in the room and just trying to make sure that we're still going to stick to a strategy and not get too emotional about things. And before we break, I love that advice, John. Jeff, it's hard to curtail emotions, and you always want to stick to your plan. But let's face it, we've never seen a pandemic like this. We've never seen anything like this, except for 9-11, perhaps, correct? Yes, uh, where, where there's so much uncertainty with the 9-11, you didn't know whether there was going to be another attack or not. Markets closed for the entire week. A lot of people don't realize that, that the week after that, the markets were closed. It did, so we've kept the markets open. So we are more resilient now when we do have uh, times like this. The markets didn't close. They closed the trading floor, so everything's done electronically. So you don't have hang, uh, guys hanging around on the floors. Uh, of the New York Stock Exchange, but um, it's all done electronically, But and they didn't close. So I think we are a lot more resilient now, even though we've seen difficult times like this. And it's, you know, the emotion of it is uh, uh, unbelievable. You can't dismiss that. When somebody looks at their statement and they feel sad or angry about it, that's a real emotion. And that uh, we understand that. But then how do you take a step back and calmly say, What's the next step? What I, do we do next? I love the way you phrase that, Jeff. Don't ignore it. We're not ignoring anything. It is raw. It's real emotion. But then again, what are we going to do about it? So along those lines, after the break, if anybody has questions, 401k questions, just the future, their financial plan, estate planning, social security, we talk about it all in the retirement clinic. You can also go to thekowalway.com for more information, thekowalway.com. And Jeff, We've got to take a quick break, but we'll talk about how you're meeting with your clients in these changing times and how that's going on uh, throughout this. We've got the Boss Minute coming up as well with Aaron Kowal, the sexy segment. It's all part of the retirement clinic here at News Talk 1130 WISN, also on WIBA as well. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute, business owner's savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. With the economy being constrained dramatically because of the measures to contain the coronavirus, many small businesses have really been hurt. However, there may be some help for small business. As I'm recording this, the Senate has approved unanimously a massive stimulus bill. One of the provisions in the bill is a boon to small business. Through the Small Business Administration's 7A Relief Loan Program, there will be $367 billion available for loans to small business. The point of these loans is to prevent any layoffs. Loan sizes will be up to $10 million, and they're calculated by taking the average total monthly payments by the applicant for payroll, mortgage payments, rent, and other debt payments incurred during the one-year period before the date on which the loan is made. Loan proceeds are only for payroll support, including medical leave, costs related to health benefits, employee salaries, including 1099 employees, mortgage payments, rent, utilities, and any other debt payments incurred before the covered period. Underwriting authority will be made to participating SBA lenders to expedite the process. The interest rate will be up to 4% on a 10-year note. Additionally, there will not be credit checks, personal guarantees, or even much of an underwriting process. Here's what's particularly attractive. There'll be a formula where there'll be loan forgiveness applied. And depending on how many employees an employer keeps, 
and how much of the proceeds are spent on the qualified expenses I mentioned, up to 100% of the loan will be forgiven. Let me repeat that. Up to, but not exceeding, 100% of the SBA 7A relief loan can be forgiven if the money is spent on payroll, employees are not laid off, rent, and other qualified expenses. That's a game changer for a lot of small businesses. For more information on this program, please reach out to us at thekowalway.com, and we can get you information you need to take advantage of this opportunity. Yeah, thanks, Aaron Kowal. We do this every week, Jeff, uh, for business owners, especially now considering what's going on. And I don't know what the future holds, Jeff. Clearly, it would be naive to think that all business owners are going to come out of this on the other side all fine and dandy. Some aren't going to make it, and some are going to make it. And it's here's the sad part, Jeff. It's not their fault. Well, that's true for the most part. But you, what Aaron was talking about, this is all brand new stuff that he was talking about. He's a member of this Young Presidents Organization, YPO, which is a great group there and a cutting edge with, with regard to these uh, small business loans because a lot of their people in the group are small business owners. Uh, Kessley Andaloro and Krieger, a, a good accounting firm, also sent us something. It's a breakdown of what uh, is covered by the CARES Act with regard to loans. Uh, so, you know, if you're if you're in that position, you, you mentioned, uh, you know, don't don't just say there is no hope. There is hope. There's a lot of money. Aaron mentioned several hundred billion dollars are available for small businesses. Don't just go out of business. Shortech is another accounting firm. It's a great firm that uh, we work do a lot of work with, and and um, they they know the rules with with regard to the small business loans. We know the rules regarding that. So make sure that you, if you're especially if you're a small business. Take advantage of these things. Now, a few things with John White joining us, and he's he's been talking about this behavior bias or how we react uh, emotionally to what's going on around us. And Jeff, you also, and maybe I'll start with you, Jeff. I thought you you, and it's hard because we're not using Zoom, and normally you're in the studio, Jeff. You're not today. John's not here. I'm just sitting here looking at Spencer. So I can't tell who's talking next or what's going on. But a little bit about small businesses and loans. I think you wanted to touch on that today, Jeff. Well, that's that's what I did right now. And that I, Aaron talked about that in his um, his boss minute. But I also want to talk about how capitalism works. One of the things that Nancy Pelosi was trying to force into this CARES Act, the the, the Stimulus Act, was that um, um, you know you want to regulate the executives' pay and things like this? This is a CNBC article that uh, shows how capitalism works. The, the title is "GM temporarily cuts pay by twenty percent for sixty-nine thousand salaried workers amid, amid coronavirus pandemic." Another one, Ford earlier in the day said that its top three hundred executives would defer twenty to fifty percent of their salaries. So the executives are taking a hit. It's not just a rank and file. The executives, the uh, you know, so it doesn't have to be mandated by government. This is uh, uh, the the businesses themselves are good corporate citizens, and they're taking responsibility for that as well. Okay, so capitalism, behavior, biased emotions. John White, your thoughts on what Jeff just talked about. Yeah, um, you know, uh, I suppose the final emotion that I was going to talk about quickly was anchoring bias. Um, so a quick example would be, let's say you're shopping for a watch, and you're actually in a store, you're not on Amazon. Um, and the first one you see costs $2,000, and the second one you see is $500. What you're going to do with this bias is say, okay, 
this $500 watch is cheap because you anchored your first opinions on the first watch you saw, which was $2,000. And what we see in investing is if I ask you, hey, what is XYZ company stock going to be worth in three months' time? You're going to ask me, well, what is it worth today? And right there, you just set an anchor because you're trying to guess what the future value of something is going to be based on today's price. Um, so that was just a final thought on the on the whole emotional uh, side of things. Now, okay, following up on the emotions, Jeff, I got a question, and I alluded to this right before the break, Jeff. What what's going on in this time, like with clients, and and how are you meeting? Is it a virtual meeting, uh, phone, or what's going on? Well, over the last couple of weeks, we've been uh, calling people, uh, and uh, we've taken every call too. We've kept appointments. Next week, I have I think forty meetings with clients, wow. uh, all Zoom meetings. So we're we're actively, you know, a lot of other advisors I think are avoiding contact with their clients. We're out in front. We want that. We understand that this is a difficult time. Um, so we're. And then in the process of that, and I'll talk more about this in the sexy segment, we're looking at rebalancing, and there's a strategy for that too. So, I, you know, you, you, you can't give up on it. You know, if it, if it helps, don't look at your statements. Um, you know, it, it, it's, it's up 10% from the low point, but it's, there's still going to be a lot of volatility. Yeah. Um, that was going to be one of my questions for you today. I haven't gotten to it yet, Jeff. How many years since 2001? We started this show right before 9-11, right? Yep. I have been asking you over the years, because I've been contributing to my 401k, and you see it go up, and here we are in one of the best bull runs ever until this pandemic kicked in, where many of us, for the first time in over a decade, have seen our, our balance go down. Is it healthy to be looking at it daily? I'm positive your answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> you know me pretty well. The answer is probably no. Yeah, because I called that, you in a panic. like. <laughs> but the thing that you're doing is what a lot of other uh, investors don't understand. Right now, you're buying into your 401k at a 25% discount. That's right. You should be thrilled because now everything's on sale. So now even if you can if you can increase the percentage that you're putting in, increase the amount that you're putting in, it's all on sale. You'll be so happy a year from now, five years from now, when the market recovers on average from a 20% correction, it takes since World War II 23 months to recover. So two years two from years. now. Two years, yep. Should, yeah, that, that's, that's on average. So if you start uh, – if you continue to put money in, you're buying at a discount, and I think that that's um, – that's the best strategy. Maybe even increase the percentage that you're putting into stocks. And that's what we'll talk about in the sexy segment. But I wanted to get onto the CARES Act, the the stimulus plan. And uh, why don't we let John start with that? Because sure. there's some major changes with that. Right. Yeah. So the CARES Act, um, the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act. Um, I mean, this is literally hot off the press. Um, President Trump signed it less than 24 hours ago. Um, so it's really new. Uh, so what we're seeing so far is a couple of changes here. So obviously a big one is the filing date for taxes. Um, that's been pushed from April 15th to July 15th. So coincidentally, that you know what that means is you can obviously delay your Roth and IRA contributions until then for 2019 tax year. Uh, also, HSA contributions can be delayed for 2019 until July 15th this year. Um, so that's a big change. Uh, another one we saw was that 
basically they're going to waive the requirement to take a distribution from your IRA in the year 2020. Um, now, there, there's, some, there's a lot of questions surrounding that, but basically what it does is for a lot of people, their, their balances on their IRA were very high at the end of 2019. Um, and so they have a bigger distribution to take. Well, this CARES Act now basically says you don't have to take a distribution from your IRA in 2020. Well, and um, John, what you're mentioning too, okay, we talk about wherever we're down, I forget, is it 20-some percent right now overall from the high point? Yeah, a little bit more than that, but about, about there, yes. Okay, remember last year how, how we finished the year and everybody was like, oh, I was up 23%, I was up 24%. You tend to forget the good times, and I think that goes back to your behavioral bias and how emotionally we react to bad things all you have to do is turn on the news. If it bleeds, it leads, right? We tend to react to the bad news and panic more. And when things are going good, you're just like, ah, yeah, it's up. It's good. Yeah. And uh, I'm just looking at the Dow, actually, the Dow Jones Industrial Average closed at 28,462 on December 31st of last year. Um, so, yeah, very high market. And, of course, that is what those recarbonum distribution amounts are based off is what was the balance of your portfolio on December 31st last year. Um, another change that we're seeing is a waiver of the 10% early withdrawal penalty. If you take money from your IRA, uh, so long as it's not over $100,000, um, they will waive the 10% early withdrawal penalty. And it looks like the taxes that you'll have to pay when you do take that distribution can be spread out over a three-year period. Um, so there's another big relief. And of course, that's what the package is designed to do, is provide economic relief to people that you know, might be laid off. They might need to take from their IRA. You know, every situation is different. Now, um, but if they do, no 10% early withdrawal penalty if they it, do so. And, John, that's just on an IRA. That has nothing to do with our 401ks, correct? Uh, so far as I can say, I don't believe it affects 401ks. But, again, it, it's so new, we're still parsing our way through it. Um, yeah, for the 401ks, they, they increase the, the law increases the maximum amount of planned loans to the lesser of $100,000, it used to be $50,000 or your account balance. In other words, if you have $25,000 in your 401k, you can't borrow $100,000. But if you have a half a million in your 401k, you can borrow up to up to $100,000. It increases the maximum amount of planned loans to $100,000. Um, again, it used to be $50,000. Loan payments also normally do between uh, the date that it was enacted yesterday and December 31st can be suspended for a year. So there are all kinds of things, and John mentioned it. We're just we're, we're still working through it. It's 24 hours old, less than that. Now, we're still trying to see uh, what are the things. Does it apply to IRAs? One thing that we're not sure about, John mentioned that uh, you can you can take up to a hundred thousand dollars and the ten percent early withdrawal penalty is waived. Well, there's also a three point three three percent state of Wisconsin penalty for early withdrawals. We're thinking that they're probably going to follow the feds, but you never know. So, Jeff, um, this CARES thing now. President Trump yesterday signed a two point three trillion dollar COVID nineteen rescue package. That's obviously what we've been talking about for for yep. a couple of weeks now. They finally got together, Pelosi with the uh, Republicans, and they signed it. Whether or not you agree on all the details, they had to do something, right? They had to re they had to react. Yes, and that was part of the loan packages and and uh, uh, unemployment. Uh, twelve hundred dollars per individual, twenty four hundred dollars 
for a family, extra money up to $3,000 for uh, kids in the family. Yes. And the good thing about this, there are some things like the $25 million to the Kennedy Center for the Arts. Yeah. Really? <laughs> so, yeah. But the rest, of the, the rest of the money goes right into the hands of people who are going to put the money right back into the economy. That's what I'm saying. Thousand, there's, there's give and yeah. take with this signing of it. They knew they had to sign it. it does, uh, should we care about the arts? Yes, but not when there's a pandemic and businesses are falling apart. That's why the vast majority of this is going right into the hands of people who are going to put it right back into the market. They're going to, small businesses are going to put it back into payroll, equipment, other things. Individuals are going to put into paying rent. They're going to be buying uh, things for their family. They're going to just be living living expenses. So all that money is going to come right back into the economy. That's why we're optimistic that the market's going to go right back up because a lot of the, it, you're not bailing out pensions. You're not bailing out unions. You're, you're, what you're doing is bail, not bailing out, but helping individuals and going right into the hands of consumers. And even though the Dow finished down Friday, it was 900, I think, 15 points on Friday. But, John, you mentioned earlier, for the week, the Dow finished up, correct? Yeah, that's right. And, uh, you know, it's, I mean, obviously there's a lot of volatility right now. And that's why we encourage people not to not to get so jumpy, which, of course, is hard because we're dealing with emotions. Um, but, you know, I, I like to bring up this point, too, with people is that there was a study done over over um, a 30-year period. Um, and in that study, I think it was from 1963 to 1993. And basically, there, there was about 7,000 odd trading days in that period of time when the market was open, people were trading stock and bonds. Um, the issue is that 95% of the gains in your portfolio over that 30-year period happened in a 90-day window of time spread out over 30 years. And so when we see massive upswings in the market, that's one of those 90 days, if you will, where, where we see a huge swing upwards. And some people, unfortunately, will miss that because they've gotten too emotional. Well, guys, we've got the sexy segment still to get to, which we do every week for wealth management and preservation. It is the Retirement Clinic on WISN and WIBA. Jeff Kowal and John White joining me remotely, of course, practicing our safe distance here on the Retirement Clinic. Let's get to a call or two. We welcome you to join us with any questions, concerns about your retirement plan, your financial plan, your future, what's going on currently. Use the acronym Mortgage Talk and text number. It's 414-799-1130. Let's start with Nancy in Milwaukee. Nancy, good morning. Good morning. Um, my question is kind of more of a comment. When you have the early tax penalty on the state form, the way you calculate that is you take the number off the federal form for your penalty and multiply it by a third. So if there is a zero value on your federal form, I'm assuming that the legislature isn't going to come into session and, and pass a new tax calculating mechanism. So I'm guessing that it's probably zero for state, too. Nance, you have to come on our show. <laughs> that, was, that, was a great, that was a great observation. Um, yeah, you're going to be paying a percentage of the federal tax, and if there's no uh, penalty, so if there's no federal penalty, the logic would dictate there'd be no state penalty. There's and always we've got Republicans in the in the state house now, so probably. Yeah, got Tony, and he, Tony Evers is the only thing that worries me a little bit. Can, can me too. Say we need but the he revenue, can't so it unilaterally. Yeah, you're right. 
Good, great point, Nancy. Thank you very much. Thanks for the okay, call. Bye-bye. Yeah, comment. good stuff. Yeah, th- and the comment, good, good stuff. Great um, listeners, this is awesome. <laughs> we have very educated listeners. Dan O'Donnell did the Friday afternoon show yesterday, and he talked about the election. And we're not going to get into politics, Jeff. That's not what we do in the retirement clinic. But there's a lot of concern over early voting, mail-in ballots, the date of the election. And all I can say is WISN is the best people in in this market for sure. Uh, keeping us up to speed and on weekends we are doing our best obviously my guests can't be in the studio but we are live and local throughout this so just keep it tuned in in fact after the break guys we are going to get into the sexy segment we do that every week jeff we have not mentioned your website or how to reach out out to you i know we can go to the com. also you're all over social media facebook linkedin twitter the com locations of course headquartered in waukesha you've got a port washington office you're in middleton by madison phoenix arizona your newest address is racine can i call you jeff i know you're picking up the phones absolutely 262-522-4040 it works in middleton works in uh, uh racine and uh, uh random lake works all over even in <laughs> illinois <laughs> How about Cedarburg? Cedarburg, too. Okay. We have a lot of great clients at Cedarburg and all over. That's a great number to call. Heather will get right back to you right away if, if she's not there. Same thing with going online, thecoalway.com. Contact us. We can uh, arrange for uh, an initial consultation with John, myself, any of our great team. Um, also, if you want to get on our newsletter, get on the website, too, because there's a lot of good information. We keep updating that with our commentary about the markets, the Way. And remember, the daily market updates, Jeff is with us and his staff Monday through Friday and both IBA and WISN doing those market updates in this volatile market that we're in. Sexy segment coming up soon. Real quickly, I want to sneak in. Roger's been hanging on in Union Grove, Wisconsin. Good morning, Roger. Morning. I've got a question. Uh, You know, I I, I hear about these, um, the money, loans, bailouts and all that. But, you know, they keep talking about people with employees i have no employees i'm sole proprietor so what's what's actually going to be available to me as a sole proprietor to keep me in business Uh, i think that that still needs to be determined but there are uh, again no personal guarantees or loans this says that any business with fewer than 500 employees can apply so zero employees i would say would qualify for fewer than 500 employees yeah. so you can at least apply for it through the small business administration to provide interruption loans to small businesses um and we can get you in touch with somebody that can help you with that okay well, i i would not overlook that i would not think just because i'm a sole proprietor that i don't that some of these things don't apply to to me some of these things probably apply directly to you and Roger, if you do want to reach out or get some help off the air, here's that number Jeff gave it out, 262-522-4040, 522-4040. For the Kowal Investment Group, we do have to break. It's 1045. Here on a Saturday morning, it's every week, the Retirement Clinic, John White and Jeff Kowal are your hosts. I'm Paul Cronforst. Stay tuned for the sexy segment and more of your calls coming up next. All right, we are back, and later than normal, but we never skip this segment. It is the sexy segment, Jeff Kowal on the Retirement Clinic. John White joining us on the phone. Jeff Kowal with his new fancy headset. 
Oh yeah. So this, uh, there's a lot to cover in this sexy swag segment. This, this show is for everybody. This segment is usually for those with a million dollars or more, but the stuff with the stock market trauma, what does the COVID-19 meet for your, mean for your 401k? Um, Honeywell is uh, my son works there. They're, they're doing two weeks of layoffs, not, cons- not, not uh, consecutive. Other companies are starting to uh, not match the four. So if you make a 401k contribution, some companies are starting to discontinue the matches temporarily. So what do you do? There is a great uh, in this. Um, this is something that Warren Buffett wrote in during the crash of 2008. The financial world is a mess, both in the U.S. and abroad. In the near term, unemployment will rise, business activity will falter, and headlines will continue to be scary. So I've been busy buying American stocks. He added, a simple rule dictates my buying. When others are fearful, that's time to be greedy, and when Others are greedy. It's time to be fearful. Most certainly, fear is now widespread. So, what do you do? And this is this is the strategy. If, and we talked a little bit about it. If you're in a 401k plan, continue making contributions. Maybe move your allocation up. I want to talk to you about rebalancing your 401k. If you had 70% in stocks, let's say you had a 70-30 mix before this started. Now you're at 64% because the stock market drops. Now, in the next few days, is going to be the time to be rebalancing, to move it back up to 70%. So then you take advantage of the market going back up when it does start to recover. That's an important point. You don't just sit and say, well, when the market recovers, I'll be back where I was before. No, this is the time where you have to be active and say, again, if it dropped from, uh, if your stock allocation dropped, now's the time to get it back up to the old one. Take advantage of the market recovery. The flip side of that is if you need money out of your retirement and investment plans, again, don't sell out of stocks at this time. We think it's going to be a pretty quick recovery. Nobody knows for sure, but history tells us that it's going to recover pretty quickly. So if you do need to take money out, take it out of the fixed portion of your retirement accounts or your investment accounts. Don't sell stocks. Take it out of cash. Take it out of bonds. That's going to be the, a better strategy to use. So don't don't not live. If you need to take money out, take money out, but take it out of the fixed portion, not out of the stock portion, and don't sell stocks. Don't sell your life savings at a discount. Don't lock in losses. If you sell now, you lock in losses. Uh, again, for 401ks, continue to do that even without the company match. If the company stops making a contribution to your or a match to your 401k, um, uh, continue to make contributions or maybe add more. John, did you have anything else you want to add to that? Uh, you know, I, I I think that's really good advice. Um, it's always good to have some cash in the bank too, just in case. Um, but yeah, continuing to make those contributions in the market is discounted. Um, and another point is, you know, try and avoid looking at your statements too much. I wouldn't say don't be an ostrich and completely ignore it, but at the same time, you know, looking too much can cause those emotions that we spoke about. Um, a very quick story. Uh, there was a, a lady that invested $10,000 in a blue chip mutual fund back in 1970, and she forgot about it. And then at a, I think it was October 19th, 1987, Black Monday, that's when the Dow Jones dropped 25% in one day. So she called up her broker, concerned about her $10,000, and, and the broker said, I'm sorry, ma'am, but your balance has dropped to 177000 because she wanted to know what the balance was. <laughs> oh. So it's just to show you that, you know, 
sometimes, you know, just, you know, hunkering down can be really, really helpful. Yeah. You don't set it and forget it. You actively manage it, but actually uh, yeah, leave it in there for a long time. Don't take it out during difficult times. That's been the theme throughout the show today, Jeff. You don't want to, when it's down, now is not the time to get out, correct? Exactly. Good stuff, guys. That's today's sexy segment. we got to take a quick break, but some final comments. And how do you get in touch with the Kowal Investment Group to discuss your retirement plan? We'll tell you about that and more as we continue the retirement clinic. WISM Milwaukee and WIBA Madison. We'll be right back. We are back on WISN. Jeff Kowal, John White. First off, thank you for your time today. We are dedicated to doing live shows every Saturday during this difficult time. Uh, It's important to remember, Jeff, I think we circle back to the beginning of the show. And John brought up the emotions. It's hard to avoid them, so don't. Let your emotions be raw. Uh, But but also, your uh, actions should be calculated and well thought out. This is a great line. It says, for those investors closer to retirement than college, so most of our listeners, most of the people we're working, remind them that they are still our long-term investors. Retirees don't take all their money out of the market the day that they retire. Your retirement will most likely last 20 to 40 years plus. You've got to stay ahead of inflation. You've got to stay invested in some stocks. John, any thoughts on that and uh, the emotional side of that behavior bias that you started the show with? Yeah, I mean, you know, Benjamin Graham was Warren Buffett's mentor, and uh, he basically said it best that when you step back and look at your portfolio results of your investments, the biggest enemy has most likely been yourself um, rather than the markets because you're making decisions when you're very emotional, and, and we try and bring that objectivity that, you know, this is a very trying time, but companies are still working, they're still making stuff, they're still turning profits, and you just need to keep that kind of objectivity in mind, um, and, and you, you'll be successful if you do that. And here, yeah, that is a good point. Both of you guys had some great insight today, Jeff. We can go to thekowalway.com. If you're a client or if you're just somebody that wants to reach out for some help, Jeff, they can call your office Monday through Friday. 262-522-4040, Give our office a call if you have seven hundred fifty thousand dollars or more in retirement assets. Do get on the line. Don't be passive. Come on and see us uh, uh, at the Kowal Investment Group. Remember the Kowalway.com. Thanks again to John White, Jeff Kowal, with the Retirement Clinic. I'm Paul Cronforce on WIBA Madison and WISN Milwaukee.